Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix here on RNIB Connect Radio. If you've just joined us, then a very warm welcome to the show. Now it's time to chat with our resident cook, Ian Gentle. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jill. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. And today we've got something tasty and simple. What I've got for you today, Jill, is a simple spaghetti sauce. That sounds brilliant because do you know something, Ian? Sometimes you just want to go home and fling a bit of pasta in a pot and come up with Uh a really delicious sauce but not have to take something out of a jar. Absolutely. Anyway, let me give you the list of ingredients. We start off with one red pepper, a nice big shiny one, four fat cloves of garlic, one large onion, I'd say seven to eight ounces or about 180 grams. Uh, three tablespoons of extra virgin uh, olive oil, that's three to four glugs, uh, a 400 gram can of chopped tomatoes, either a small can or one third of a tube of tomato puree, and two big teaspoonfuls of pesto sauce. Or if you haven't got that, you can throw in a, a tablespoonful of, of dried basil. And finally, half a glass of red wine, which is about two glugs. Right, okay. And and a teaspoonful of salt and half a teaspoonful of freshly ground black pepper, or more or less to taste. Now these re- these ingredients, Ian, sound like yep. the kind of thing that you would have pretty much in your cupboard anyway. So um, you know this this does sound like quite a quick and simple recipe. It shouldn't take more than fifteen to twenty minutes. You start off with the pepper. Wash the pepper. And note that as you feel it, it's got vertical creases in it that go from top to the bottom of the pepper. That's something we're going to use. Now place the pepper on the chopping board with the stalk end away from you and feel for one of the long creases. So I'm right-handed, so I'm going to hold the pepper in my left hand and slide my knife, which I'm holding in my right hand, up against the side of the pepper, then let it slide up the pepper until it's resting in the crease, and you cut down so you're cutting the pepper in half. When you've done that, you pick up one half and feel at the top of the stalk end with your thumb, and there's a great big clump of peppers, of little pips and things at the top, and you simply break that out and throw it away and do the same with the other side. Now then turn the two halves of the pepper over, again feel for the creases and again slice through the creases and there's a reason for this. When you pick them up again, you'll feel, if you feel down the edges where the crease was, there's soft white tissue and very often some more pips and you want to get all those out. So just pull them out with your fingers. And when you've done all that, just rinse them, the inside of the peppers, under under the tap, just to get rid of any seeds, because you don't want any seeds and pips in there. And then, back to your chopping board, and cut the pepper up into thumbnail-sized pieces. And really, it just depends on the size of your thumbnail, really. I suppose about half an inch square. Then, we're going to deal with the garlic. First, we're going to peel the garlic. So you Place the clove on your chopping board with the root end to the right, that's the crusty hard bit, and the pointy end to the left. Use a small knife to remove the crusty root bit. Use a small knife, slide it up against the root, hold the piece of um, garlic in your left hand with your fingernails just a little bit away from the root. Slide the knife up onto the top of the garlic, cut down and cut the root end away. And you will usually find that the bottom piece of skin of garlic comes away at the same time. I then put the knife handle 
or a knife handle on top of the garlic and press down till I hear a little crack. And that really releases the rest of the skin of the garlic and makes it much easier to get rid of. Just pull the skin away and move your garlic to one side. Then we're going to finely slice it. So again, with the garlic in the same orientation, pointy end to the left, root end to the right, hold the clove of garlic in your fingers with your, in a kind of claw shape, so your nails are right at the end. Slide the knife up to those fingernails and chop down. Move your fingernails, chop down. Move your fingernails, chop down. And you keep on that until you've got your clove of garlic sliced. And you do that with all the garlic. Then we come to the onion. Right, so to peel and chop the onion, the first thing, an onion's very awkward because it's round and it rolls around and it's hard to control. So the first thing I do is hold it on the board with the root to the left and the pointy end to the right. And I cut the top pointy end off with my sharp knife. That gives me a flat surface. So I turn the onion onto that flat surface that I've just created with that cut. I then place my sharp knife on top of the root. Then I take my left hand and I make a kind of hoop with it, with my thumb on the left and my fingers on the right. And the crease of my thumb and fingers is on the back of the knife on top. And then I cut down and that's cut the onion in half. Then I take both halves, place them with the root end to the left and the flat end to the right, and I simply peel the skin off the onion. Once you've done, once you've got the onion cut in half, it's very, very easy to get that brown skin off. And you can feel it. You can feel it's hard and crisp. And when it's soft and, uh, and a little bit uh, tender, that means you've got all the skin off. I then take my small knife and I make three incisions from just in front of the root to the end. And that means I've got a, a piece, an onion that's held together at the root, but it's cut into three sections. Then again, I go back and I put my left hand on top of the onion with my fingernails just up to, to the end, slide the knife up to the flat part of the onion, lift it up till it's resting against my fingernails, and I cut down. Then I move my fingernails to the left and I cut down. And I move my fingernails and you go right the way. And that's the way to coarse chop an onion that you can't actually see. See, this is a great technique. I do this when I'm making a salad, but I, I kind of chop it very, very finely. But I always do the three incisions because it does make life a lot easier for you. And if you can't cut a piece of onion very, very thinly and finely, because it does take a, a lot of practice, then it is it a good idea to be able to chop it like this. But I know what you're saying with this recipe. You can be quite coarse uh, with a pasta oh, yeah. sauce, can't you? Oh, yes. I mean, this is rough and ready cooking. Um, if, 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 if you get a slightly chunky bit of onion, no, no children are going to die as the result. <laughs> okay, thank goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, then what we do is um, this we go, we go to cooking. So then I put the oil into a medium thick bottom pan and I drop a few slices of the garlic into it and then heat that on a medium heat until I hear the garlic sizzling. Then once it's sizzling, I add the garlic, the onion and the pepper pieces and I add the salt and pepper and I stir thoroughly with a wooden spoon or spatula. Then I release the heat to low and I cover and light to what we chefs call, we let, we let it cook off, which basically means it's sauteing in the oil and it's the, the onion is softening and the pepper is softening and the garlic is softening, but it's not browning, it's not turning you know, ready brown or anything like that. 
If you could see it, apparently it comes up a kind of translucent yellow colour. And after five minutes, and you stir it from time to time, you then add the chopped tomatoes and stir. Then add the tomato puree and stir. Then add the pesto sauce or the basil and stir. Then you simmer that on a low heat for about 10 minutes, stirring occasionally. Then add half a glass of red wine, or as I prefer it, two glugs. Stir in and cook for another five minutes. And that is your spaghetti sauce. Uh, now, this can be used immediately, I do, or some people like to actually leave it overnight because some of my friends swear if you use it the following day, it tastes more garlicky. Well, yes, flavours uh, tend to intensify, don't they, when you leave them to, to sit for a while? It can, certainly can do. But then, just to finish off, to deal with spaghetti. Now, if you buy fresh spaghetti from a supermarket, the, the instructions seem to vary somewhat depending on which supermarket you buy from. And the cooking time tends to vary from two minutes to five minutes. But just follow the instructions on the pan. But I'm going to talk about, just briefly, about using dried spaghetti, which is what most people do. And what I'm going to say is you put lots of water in a big pan. Then add a heaped teaspoonful of salt and a glug of olive oil, and that helps st it stop it sticking together. Then you bring that water to the boil. Then you add the spaghetti. And what you've got at that point is, of course, uh, some stiff spaghetti with the bottom half in the boiling water and the top half outside the pan. And I use the, long, the handle end of a long wooden spoon. And basically, as the spaghetti softens, I stir it and move it until the, whole, the rest of the spaghetti falls into the pan. And once it's into the pan, I bring it to the boil. Then, well, it depends how you like it. Basically, I'd say people, people vary in what they think. Eight to nine minutes for al dente, which is slightly stiff, and 10 to 11 minutes for, for softer than that. Um, different people like it different ways. I like it a little al dente. My wife prefers it soft. I do it for 10, 10 to 11 minutes. Well, do you know, the funny thing is, when um, I was younger, my mum always used to say that, that the spaghetti was ready when you took one strand out and threw it at the wall, and if it stuck, it was ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... in, in, indeed, but the only thing I would add to this is stir it frequently, and that stops this awful problem of the, some of the spaghetti sticking to the bottom of the pan or sticking together. So over the 10 to 12 minutes, I will stir that every couple of minutes. And honestly, if, if you get some of that spaghetti stuck on the bottom of the pan, it's a washing up problem. It really <laughs> is. And I tell you something else. I don't know about you, Ian, but I'm a huge lover of butter, which, you know, is, is you know, a, mo <laughs> a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, they say. Yep. But um, I do like to spoon a bit of butter through my pasta once it's been drained. Um, I just think it, it adds that little bit more flavour, but each to their own. You don't have to. I absolutely envy you. You're making me drool. My wife forbids it because she's weight conscious, but I would absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> anyway, there we go. That's Ian's uh, simple and easy uh, spaghetti sauce. Well, listen, it's been a fantastic recipe. It really, really has. I'm going to go home and try this myself, and I hope you do at home as well. And obviously, you know, if you missed any of the ingredients, we are going to put this up on Audio Boom, Ian, so people will get the chance to listen to it again. Uh, but in the meantime, Ian Gentle, our very own blind chef, thank you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio, and we will speak to you again next week. I look forward to it, Jill. Have a good one. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.